0: episode 61
1: have you all heard about this new sect the christians they are a laugh riot first of all they are so poor how poor are they thank you they are so poor that they have only one god (laughs) 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 are we romans are rich we got a lot of gods we got a god for everything the only thing we don't
0: have a god for is premature ejaculation But I hear that that's coming quickly. (laughs) The little fag gets it. Morning, Dirt Runner Me fans. I'm a The man on the other side of the mic is EC. Hello, EC.
1: What's going on? Hey, has been a little while. Good to be back. Uh, good to be talking about the boys. Hopefully, we can have a positive conversation. I don't know how long we're going to be able to, to do that, but it's good see. to be back, anyways.
0: This might, this might be a short this podcast. Talk. Just put it that way. I think it might be a little short podcast. Maybe a little quick thirty minute thirty minute for a podcast for you know all our all our fans. I know we always go over an hour. I know Matt's always, you know, bitching about how we, uh, we talk too much, but I think, Hey, we have some good content. So you know what, what does Matt know? You know, and Meg, for, and you know, guys, we're, we're Matt, Matt's, uh, doing some cowboy shit on our, gu- uh, you know, on your tax dollars right now. So he, you know, he can't, uh, he can't participate in today's conversation. So maybe that's a good thing. We don't have his, you know, we don't have his, uh, You know him bitching and complaining about if we're running over time or not. So you see, um, I think it's uh, you know we need to bring this up because I think uh, you have a you you as a proud papa need to you know need to tell the fans because we talked about it last match. uh, You have a you have a state champion in your household, and and let us know. I mean, I mean, let us know about it. Let us let tell us tell the world. Of yes. uh, how they, I mean, how they, the girl, those girls kick some ass. So
1: great, great day. I, w- I wish we did it on a Saturday, but the weather was perfect for a soccer game. Um, they actually got to play at TAP stadium, which is the home stadium for the uh, energy. The Oklahoma energy was their
0: really?
1: USL team. So um, they're obviously, you know, with things being a little bit more relaxed between me, me and his just talked about that. There was a, uh, there were fans in the stands, Tons of fans uh, were there, uh, and so they were able to come out uh, early, uh, guns a-blazing. Um, my daughter, Marissa Fultz, uh, she was able to assist the first goal, which was a screamer from Meredith. Just She just smoked it from about 20 yards out. 20? 20. Uh, 20, yeah, she smoked it, Man, it was great. And uh, she made that goal and uh, was kind of physical. First half ended one nothing. Came out second half, same type of deal. Physical. They they tried to you know possess the ball as much as they could. Um, we got out on a break. Uh, Narissa got free, uh, beat the one defender one on one with the goalie, and she scored the second goal. So that put us up. Uh, hey, well, hey, hey, up.
0: Don't gloss it over like that. Yeah, it, a, it was. You need to build. A, I, you need to. I mean, we need a play by play on how the goal came. I mean, come on, man. You said so, you, you 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 described the other goal as a screamer and you know hey, it, it, just- it,
1: it was one of the it was one of the she, so she's playing with a, another Ford, who
0: uh-huh.
1: in my opinion has division one talent she's a junior named Jada Ryan um, my older daughter's best friend or one of them anyway and um, they've been doing give it give it like give it get it like Cavani all season I think they're I think Narissa's is at 21 goals I think Jada's at 17 goals something crazy like that and so um, you know, if you suck in on one of them, they've got that knowledge and they've got that cohesion to where the other person's going to get it really quick. And so um, that's exactly what happened. Jada got it. They closed down. Narissa made the run really quick. Boom! Right back to her. And Narissa is quoted in the paper as saying, "I knew I'd beat the defender and I knew I'd beat the goalie." I was like, "Slow down, there, Deion Sanders. <laughs> Slow down." But she's quoted in the Oklahoman. She got interviewed by the uh, the Norman Transcript. So. Um, you know, it was a great goal, a great moment for her as a freshman, you know, to be able to get that done, uh, to essentially score the goal, which would be the the winning goal for the second time in a row, back to back games, you know, one against Big Spee, she scored what would be the winning goal. And then in the actual final, uh, because they scored with about, I would say about four or five minutes left, they scored a goal. Um, Jada, who I just spoke about before, she got a red card for slamming a girl in, a head into the ground. It was one of those physical, hard-fought uh, finals. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, she gets to, you know, she got to hold that trophy up, got got her uh, got her state championship medal, you know, as a freshman. And so now, now the hard work begins, the off-season grind. She's got a big tournament in San Diego that we're looking forward to, and I think we'll be able to don those those brand new cleats that I, I showed you guys uh, the other day. We'll be able to dust those bad boys off and and get those out there and get going. But it was awesome. It was good. Great time. My family flew in. My son was there, you know, his, his, his kid was there. So everybody got to kind of chime in. I think you guys got to to listen to it a little bit. So um, good things to come. She keep her grades up. You know, we'll be, we'll be podding about her at the the division one level. um, Hopefully,
0: God willing. And we, I mean, we hope that, you know, that happens. And um, to Nerissa Fultz, uh, on behalf of the you know the Don't Ready Me podcast, because uh, EC said you know the way you, you know when uh, you're in our text message, unfortunately I was traveling, uh, and the the, the the broadcast on my phone it was a, it was you know live streaming, um, you know internet stuff like that. I wasn't able to catch everything, and and just got frustrated after after a while, so I wasn't able to listen to it. Um, but you know you the way you described your last goal, uh, very Canton-esque. Uh, so, Nerissa, you have, uh, on behalf of the Doranemy Podcast and the Doranemy Podcast family, um, you have a replica. Obviously, I can't get you the real one because, you know, <laughs> not, that'll cost me about 10 Gs and I don't have that. Um, but you have a replica, number seven, Eric Cantona jersey, uh, on your way, hopefully sometime in the middle of um, middle of June. That's what the the, the, the time frame is. Uh, and we, you know, I mean, just... Keep up the good work, uh, you, uh, you and your team. Obviously, you're young, so you still have you know three more years to go, right? She's a freshman, uh, sure. so keep up the good work, keep up the hard work, uh, and you and your team. Hopefully, hey, make it make it back to back next year, and and maybe you can build a power. They have a powerhouse building in in Norman uh, North, Norman, Oklahoma, right? High school, right? Is that it? Norman North High. Yep. Norman North High. Okay, the Timberwolves. Uh, and to all those, to all the other girls, congratulations! Uh, and we, you know, hey, like you said, hope to see you on the D1 level, and maybe, hey, you might make it to um, overseas o- across the pond and play for uh, PSG, Manchester United, some of the big ones, and Real Madrid or whatnot. And your dreams, uh, the sky's the limit for y'all. So congratulations again, and um, we hope to see uh, we hope to see your y'all's future grow. <coughs> well, you see. Unlike um <laughs> unlike the high that you experienced on Friday. Oh man. Since our last pod, I know we uh we pod last Wednesday, so we already you know we've we went through already Leicester, the defeat. You know, we already went through the we yes, we won Aston Villa or we won the villa we won the villa match. Um I, that was lackluster. You know, we uh no shows in the first half. Uh, and then obviously what Roman was, right? I mean, we put out a, you know, we put out a team um, adult, you know. It, anyways, this, let's just jump right to, let's rip off the Band-Aid because these past two performances, uh, which was, um, which was um, Liverpool at the weekend yep. and uh, today uh, at, I mean, at, at, at home, um, against... Fuck, man, now I forgot. Relegate, relegated Fulham. Relegated Fulham. I don't know why. I had a brain fart right there because I'm just so pissed off.
1: Just because you just don't want to say it out loud. That's all that no, is. No, no,
0: no. It, I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm angry, you see. I'm very angry. Um, Because it extends back to the Leicester match. I could understand losing to Leicester. I really could, you know. Because, um, you know... Obviously, you know, you have said it, uh, winning trophies, it means everything, even shit trophies like the Barclays, you know, shit show, whatever, <laughs> uh, uh, the Caroline cup or whatever they care about cup that how they call it. Um, you know, you say the Europe, you know, the U- Europa League trophy, that's what we need to hold up. Um, I understand that, and I got <laughs> looking at a lot of fans, um, even pundits, even pundits on, uh, you know, on television or, you know, on, on, on YouTube, I'm sorry. Um, yes, they say United are, you know, we, we you know, we win trophies, that's what we do, you know. So we, um, we play a shit, you know, a shit, not a shit, we play our second team, and so that's understandable, Leicester. Uh, but yet, you know, our first-teamers did come on uh, when we were down. Uh, Aston Villa, we played our first team. Roma, I mean, it was interchangeable, right? Okay. But yet, our starters did come on. Liverpool, at home. A match that we were replaying. Yes, it was um, – everybody complained about the – you know, the – the the three games what, in seven days. Oh my God, um, you know it, um, It's gonna have an effect on these players and blah 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 blah. I call it bullshit because we didn't show up for Liverpool. You know their starters. I think it was what ten changes to that, to that team. Ten changes to the, um, at, uh, against Liverpool, and we they we lost. Some say Liverpool dominated us. At home, yes, protests are going on outside. It wasn't like the protests that were happening a week before. Uh, Yes, you know, you could say their their routine, their game routine was upset. You know, uh, was um, upset. You know, because you know they had to get there earlier. You know, there was beds put up in the suites. Blah 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 blah. Uh, Ole, giving, oh God! When I think I, I I tweeted to y'all his what he said, and it was just, oh the fans are in the stadium. The fans, you know, the fans. This and oh, we need the fans, and our players are not motivated. Our players are not this. All right, all right. You want that? Okay. So today, we had fans in the stadium. Today, our starting lineup other than two players. Twan obviously, because of Harry Maguire's injury. We don't know the extent of his injury. Um, Hopefully, we'll see. Maybe they're just saving him for the um, the VRL match. And then we'll talk about this later, the controversy of Dean Henderson not playing and Dev De playing. Maybe it's because um, of last match and then obviously with um, Ola seeing a young Twanzabi maybe we need to have a veteran presence in the back to get you know to you know to um talk to Twanzabi a little more has more experience you could argue either way <clears throat> obviously that you know those two those two changes we had a fully rested pretty you know pretty much uh pretty much not, not it, was squad. it was the A squad it was the A squad I'd say it was A squad yeah it I was A squad. A squad we start off like a banger again against a relegated fulham not bottom you know they think they're the bottom of two fulham team we start off like gangbusters pressing you know the goal that freaking obviously they could say it's a shadow i mean i got the goal i got the i i got the assist and goal on my fantasy so i'm not i'm not not, i ain't say shit you (laughs) know what i mean i didn't say shit that was a freaking assist (laughs) <laughs> that was a goal by you know by Bruno and Cavani, and it was it was a beautiful. Our mid, I mean, I cannot say that anybody had a bad game, other than the fact of we could not put, we cannot put a chance away, and that's the thing. Bruno had chances, um, uh, Greenwood Green has chances, Cavani had chances. We should have beat them seven to one, I guess, because that 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 goal that they get, they had. It was a legit goal. I'm not going to say it was, it was luck. I mean, the the pass, the the guy wasn't offsides, and the, the the cross that he put into the header. I mean, who's you know who's at fault? You could say was Luke Shaw at fault because he came in and tried to prevent the pass from happening and not actually covering his man, uh, or you could say who's 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 supposed to be at the back uh, the back corner post to cover the guy that put the header in. I can't remember the guy's name right now. Uh, Brown was the one that they crossed it in. Can't remember who the other the other uh, player was, uh, but who was you know? Scored,
1: Brian scored the goal. Brian, yeah.
0: Okay, um, so it's kind of one of those things. Uh, could it they you know? Could he have saved it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just. I don't, I don't think he could have. So that goal was a legit goal. All right. Yeah, we we we're used to that crap. You know what I mean? We're used to giving up the freaking uh, the, brain, the brain fart goals. But we're still one, we're up one nil for the majority of that match, one nil. And how many chances do we put on the damn goal over and over before that one one, you know, for that one one score. And then yet, once they scored, you saw the demeanor of our team deflate and at that point, when they scored, I didn't – I was like, oh, shit, nah. We're, it's either we're going to tie, we're going to go 1-1, or we might lose 2-1 at home. That's what I thought was going to happen. And it's sad, right? And at, at home, in front of the fans, the fans were cheering the damn team on the whole match. And even the fans knew. It. I think what um, – one of the commentators made a, made, a, made a remark. I think it was at 88th a minute. 87th or 88th minute uh, on NBC uh, Sports. He made a comment, he made a remark that he saw fans leaving the stadium. And with uh, a stoppage time to go. So that goes to show how much faith we have in these players. Last pod I said, these players are flat in the front. They are. They, they, they have no heart. Other than, I would say, Cavani has heart. I question Bruno's heart now. I was a big Bruno fan. Even though he won the Matt Busby Award before the, you know, he, gave, he got the award and after the match, the guy was him. That, that makes me mad. They're all smiles on post game, the post game interviews. Ole, Bruno, you know, about him talking about the award he got, blah, blah, blah. That makes me so angry because the fact of you got, you tied at home again. One one, not again, again. I'm saying not again with a fourth Fulham. You tied at home. You drop points at home again. At at home with fans, which you were telling us. Though you needed. You needed to. Oh, you needed the fans to get up. You're telling us this. Ole's telling us this. Some of the players have reiterated what Ole said over. You know, over the weekend after the Liverpool match, that we need uh, the, 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 the we can't do anything without the fans. The, the football's for the fans. And you laid a freaking egg. You lay a freaking egg. That goes to show that this team has not the mentality to win at, at all. They don't. None of them. I mean, everybody's on the block, in my opinion. Obviously, that won't happen. But this goes to show that there's nobody on this team that has a winning mentality at all. World Cup, I don't give a shit. You're a loser. FA Cup or whatever, you're a loser. Whatever you want in Portugal, you're a loser. Because you have no the balls nor the pedigree to pick this team up and win. You want to win a French Cup? That's fine. You're a loser. This team has a losing mentality and cannot... Yeah, they, what they've done, they've won second. What City dropped points today. City, how many points in the past couple of matches has city drawn and lost and we have dropped points in necessary positions to where we, we could actually be fighting for number one yeah and seconds Towards, not alone after today no it's so not, we may not even get second. i mean no it's not and that's the that's the issue we've already conceded to city we conceded we conceded to city several matches ago and look, how many points has City dropped in the past couple of matches that we can – I think we needed eight points in, uh, in the Leicester match. If, if we had won at Leicester, we would have been within eight points. City dropped today. City, I think, drew after that, after the Leicester match. It's that, that – it, even before that. <sighs> you see, I don't know where the – I mean, I don't know. It's not the – it is the coach because he doesn't demand – he doesn't demand excellence from his players. He even said it. He even said in his post, post-game thing, we were like, um, what did he say? We were all over the place the second half. You've been all over, all over the place the whole freaking season, dude. You know what I mean? And his and his substitutions, again, you can question what he did today.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't like any of other- <laughs> It was late and bad. You're going to question
0: his substitutions against Liverpool, you see. What the hell is he doing bringing Matic in? Right? It's just – I don't like to question, you know, professional players. But when I see that – I mean, even a plain – I don't know, a blind man could see this. This team – this team is, is living on the past United legacy. Oh, they're, they're Manchester United. Let's kiss the crest. Oh, we're Manchester United. Let's do this for the fans. Just like you said, this team has not won shit. Period. They have not won shit since Sir Alex left. I'm sorry you think the Europa Cup and the Carabao Cup are are big are big trophies, but you know, um, yeah. Let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, what do you call it? Uh, let's recognize fifth and sixth place uh, ribbons too, uh, while we're at it. So, I don't. I think this this team and it, this team uh, and a lot of things a lot of it we have veteran players on this team that we can't get rid of. Um, this team needs an overhaul, and, uh, and nobody's safe. I've I've already said it with Bruno. I've questioned him. I've been questioning his play. Yes, he was making um, you know he made some shots and some you know damn you know he has a passes, but the man's not disciplined. Uh, he tries to do the, the flair the the. The panache, you know, he tries to get the fans, you know, the ooze and ah, ooh and ah passes, but he can't do the simple stuff. Uh, Pogba, I thought, you know, he had a decent game. I mean, average game, just like Bruno. I uh, didn't do anything that put, you know, was out there. Other than Cavani, you know, with his movement was good, but God, man, you're you you are the nine. Put some shit away. Uh, Mason, again, I mean, he had, I think he. W- the only player I would keep is Mason. I thought, you know, first half, I didn't see Mason at all. Second half, he put it on, and then, unfortunately, he got taken off for Ahmed, right? Uh, it's just, you know, we play Wolves on on Sunday, um, I believe. I think he's already – Ola's already said. James and uh, Martial are – well, might start. They'll probably be available, and they might start, so – Pick, let, let's chalk it up. I, Wolves are a lot better than Fulham, and if we play the way we keep, continue to play, uh, expect a draw or a loss going in, going into this much-needed uh, trophy match that everybody wants, you know, against Virial Vir- Vir- in Poland or wherever it's going to be. At. I think it's Poland. With the same team that we put out today, w- knowing Virial Vir- or Virial, or what I mean, I know everybody, you know, I need to say it properly. But uh, I don't want to. I don't want to roll the Rs too much because um, I might get uh, you know tongue tied. But we're gonna play them. They're probably gonna sit back like pretty much Fulham did. They hit us on the counter, and they on a one game match. They might. They might make it. I don't see. I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I am i do not pull anything positive out of what ha- what has happened in the past couple of matches, and that's. And that goes back to the first match against, you know, against Roma when we're, what, down to one first half. And then we turn it on the second half.
1: Well, I mean, I think I, I'm not I'm not in agreement with everything you're saying. And I don't think that the I think we are who we are. You know, I think, you know, Champions League is something that we want but I think the way Ole is looking at things, he wants progression. And the way that it's going right now, I think if he were, if you were to put a truth serum in Ole and ask him, how do you think the season's ended, I don't think he's going to say we've progressed. I think it's more to Manchester United doesn't need to win Europa, but Ole needs to win, win Europa. I think Manchester United and the, and the fans are kind of starting to see, look, we're already in Champions League next year, okay? but does this team have the players to do anything in that competition? And I think the answer is no. I think the answer is you go out and you're back in Europa. You don't even qualify with this, with this very same team, in my opinion. Um, And so I, I think you look at it now and you're looking at the fact that second place could have been nailed on today. We would have had second place guaranteed. That's progression from third place last year to now second place. Um, and that's that might not happen because again, I think to your point, I think he's going to rest players for the Villarreal game so that they're ready to go, um, and and he can bring in his quote unquote you know a team. Um, I think the glaring issues, if you're talking about like everyone's uh, is, is open. I think for me, it's just Scott McTominay and Fred. I don't think they're shit players. I don't think they're like the worst ever. I just think if you're going to start them and expect to do big things in any league, I think you're a bit delusional. So I think for them to be in second place and, and you can argue this is the best league in the world. You could argue that and make a great argument for it. I think it speaks a lot to what they can do. However, look at Chelsea, right? Look at their CDM, look at uh, Leicester, N'Didi, you know, Conte at Chelsea, Partey at Arsenal, um, you know, any big club, they have that number six, which allows the Bruno and Pogba show to get further up the pitch. And I think we could do more. So I think a Declan Rice coming into the squad, I I personally think would do a lot more than it would for, say, Harry Kane at $150 million, Because I feel like we scored a lot of goals this year.
0: I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I I don't think you should say the number six, dude, because our number six doesn't actually play the number six position. So well, I don't, I don't think think you, so. say CDM? We, we can understand CDM, but don't CDM, say the number six I just, because I just we, don't think our, we have our, our number six sucks so, as a CDM. So it's, yeah, I don't,
1: I don't, well, I don't think we have a CDM. I think we're I think we're pinholing um, guys we into are. positions. I e Scott McTominay. I think he's a box to box midfielder. I think Fred is a midfield player. I don't think he's a CDM. But I think those guys are scrappy, they fight, they get yellow cards, and I think that's what he's kinda asking them to do. Whereas we need someone like an Indeedi to not only break up the pass, but also yes. get it moving forward. Yeah. Someone like a Conte who can break up the play and move the ball forward. Aparte. We we need that player. I think that's something that, that Ole if, if anything he does this summer, if he gets any money um, you've got to look at the fact that we didn't have our best scoring um, tally from a number nine, but it consistently is overall as a team. We were actually number one in the league for quite some time. So I don't think they're going to go get Kane. Um, I, I think 150 million is is unreasonable for us to, 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 to ask. However, if you could swap, say, maybe a Lingard or say maybe a, a Tony for Harry Kane, I think that's something that that, that Tottenham may actually listen to you know, with cash involved,
0: so Let, you know, we'll talk the about the Kane I, thing because the Kane thing is very interesting. Let, let's just hold off on that. Let's, let's, I know you wet the beak of the wet the beak of the yeah. of our listeners, but let's get back to brass tacks. The so I, I just,
1: <laughs> so I just, I just honestly think that the, the matches that we're playing right now, were in horrible form. Um, he was going out to win that Liverpool game no question about it and he even said he said that the the protest hurt them a little bit I thought that was weak for him to yeah, say that it was um, right, it's weak. he's he's basically admitting that you know the players aren't fit enough to to handle getting a break and then playing uh, against a, a fit Liverpool team and, and I, in my opinion getting played off the park um when it was all said and done Trent Arnold, I Donald understand
0: Arnold freaking whoop I mean he he played his way back in the English squad just I'm okay Everybody's gonna say no, but he played his way back in the England squad just for that match on Sun Sunday.
1: Well, I think he's a good enough player to play. I think he just had a down season, and I think a lot of that has to do to the fact that he hasn't had you know the the, the center backs that he's accustomed to I, but I have. I
0: have an issue that, with him because I mean, and, and it's not I mean, it's I don't have I mean, it's nothing personal, but my opinion is you're supposed to play defense as a back, right? And he doesn't play defense compared to Aaron Wapazaka. But Aaron Wambasaka doesn't do the you know, things offensively, and that's and that, 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 what I what I understand. And this is why I I don't agree with him being selected, or maybe somebody like a, you know, I I want my backs to be defensive, for minded first, and he doesn't do that. Aaron Wambasaka does, and you've seen his. you seen Aaron improve. Well, you, know, you know what he's doing offensive, defensively. I'm sorry. You saw it today, man. I thought he was. I thought. I dude. I thought he almost broke his freaking knee. But the dude just went and you know just hooked it, and he you know he got up real good. I'm like, damn, man, man you could have torn your knee up. But he's getting better offensively. And my opinion, I mean, I want Aaron Wambasaka in the national team because I think he can grow. But I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, that's just. Going, I'm going off a tangent. I'm sorry, I just interrupted you.
1: You know, you're fine. You're fine. I just, I, I just, I just think ultimately they're – in horrible form, mm-hmm. I would not play Tony or um, uh, uh, James. I would not play in- them.
0: Diallo in- and in- 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 Gala play. I mean, didn't they not show you what you know what they could do in the past match?
1: Yeah, I, and, and for me, I just think you have got to go into that be around game with some momentum. Yeah. You don't want to lose another game and then think okay well, now we're playing in Europe, we'll be fine. It's not going to happen. You've got to play your, your best team, in your opinion, and I think his best team played today and drew against Fulham. I think you've got to go out, play your best team. I, I know that's that goes against the grain, but I'm just I don't want us to go into this game, this final, in bad form, heads down, having lost, what would that be, their fourth consecutive game without getting a win, and then going into that final thinking that it's going to all come together because we're playing Villarreal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Unai Emery is a good coach. He's not yeah. a great coach, but he's a good enough coach right. to be smart enough to say, listen, these guys are are, are are weak. They're good for the taking. And if we play discipline, and they're not, for one minute, all we need is one chance, we're going to win that game. So I think Ole's in a tough decision right now because, I again, I do not think that Manchester United, who already has – champions league trophies and has FA cups and they have all the trophies you can want. Ole needs this trophy to end the season third, third to second place and a trophy so that he can come out in a press conference and say, we're progressing to the next level. Cause for me, they're going backwards. They're going absolutely backwards. And I don't know who, like I said, I don't know what his goal is for the summer. Um, I don't know if it's right wing with Jaden Sancho. I don't know if it's Paul Torres. I I don't know what he wants to do, but for me, if if it was me and I was in his shoes, um, I would definitely look at, you know, can I keep Rashford there on the left? Can I get a CDM, a true CDM to play so I can push and have Pogba and Bruno play together so that there's more creativity, keep Greenwood over there on the right, and then Cavani up the middle. I think he's got a pretty good team. Obviously, we haven't touched on Harry Maguire; he's been out. That's kind of hurt the back line a little bit too. Um, And so, you know, getting him back, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to take a steroid shot or a pill or something, but he will play in that Villarreal match. Um, But I just think, I just think they're in bad form right now. It happens to teams; it's just happening to us at the wrong time.
0: I think you hit it on the head about uh, Unai Emery. You said discipline. That's the thing that that's compare the both teams their discipline we're not period that's it no man's if your butt we're not a disciplined mat discipline club Uh, and you can see it on the pitch the way um, the movement especially in our midfield we're not disciplined and I think that that discipline cub will they'll 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 nick one out and he could be a 1-0 bore fest or maybe a 2-1 you know, boar fest, you know, parking the bus, get us on the counter. But you also bring up a, a really interesting fact, you see, which I just, I can't wrap my head around. And it's going to go back, I'm, and I'm not knocking the guy. I'm not really, I'm not knocking Pogba. I don't want to knock him. And Pogba plays in the number, you know, uh, up, up top on the left, right? But obviously, you know, he's had several matches that he's played well. Ole brings him on. Brings on Rashford, I'm sorry. Pogba moves to the midfield position. And this happened, I want to say, at the weekend, too. He plays um, in that, you know, Scott came on, came off. I don't know if he's injured or what. Uh, Rashford comes on today. Pogba moves back into what you just said, that midfield tandem of Bruno (coughs) and Pogba. Why do we always see? Because we've talked about this in the past. And I think you kind of uh, you you raised the con in the a, a conspiracy theory that I still can't wrap my head around of where all is telling Pogba to stay back and let Matic move forward. This was in the past. I saw that shit today of Pogba sitting more deep and then letting Fred move forward. We, everybody, where everybody knows Pogba is a defensive liability compared to Fred why does when pogba moves back into the midfield why does i mean please explain or if you have some sort of theory out there of why he always instead of getting forward which everybody in their mother wants him to do he's doing it on the on the left-hand side switch him and bruno if he wants to play on the left let him play on the left let bruno play the right why does he always feel that he needs to get sucked in um right in front of the in front of the um center backs and let the slower, let the less agile, let the less uh, the, pe- the the midfielder that doesn't know how to pass, i.e. Fred, i.e. um, get forward, and he stays back and tries to play the quarterback long pass. I just don't understand that, and he can't tell me that's part of their strategy because I don't think that's it because you're, you've already seen him up top on the left.
1: Yeah, I I, I do I do think it is part. Oh. Part of his tactics, and I and let me break it down. by wh- okay. What I'm saying, I don't think Ole trusts his center back, and I think that's why he's implemented four two three one. But I yet, think he wants.
0: Let go me, ahead. Unless yet you trust uh, defensive liability like Pogba to cover the center back rather than Fred or McTominay or Matic? And, that,
1: and that's what I'm saying. I think that's why I think Ole, who will stick with the four two three one, he's got to get someone who's going to play like when. If you if you want if you guys want if you guys get a chance watch Lester play and watch how Ndidi and Parte will stop at the halfway line like they're literally saying all I want to do is win the ball I don't want to pass it for I don't want an assist I don't want to even get close to it I just want to get the ball off of whoever it is pass it forward and move back and help that's what Ole wants to do so when one guy gets the ball so like let's say for instance today I saw a play and it's exactly what you were talking about. If the play is moving towards where Pogba receives it first and then gives it to Fred, and Fred's already momentum's going forward, his his job is to continue to push the ball forward. Then he's going to sit. And if you see later on, a couple minutes later, then Pogba got forward and then Fred sits. But Ole's tactics is to always have one central def, central defense mid player sitting in front of his his center backs because I, in my opinion, he doesn't trust them. And honestly, if you have a true CDM, you don't need a pacey center back. You don't need lightning, quick, fast center backs. You just need that CDM to do his damn job. And we all know Pogba, who's now 28 years old. He's not going to become a better defender older, later in age. He's it's probably going to get worse, i.e. the Liverpool game.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, so Even before so that, we, the for, for game, for me, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Right. So for me, I, I the way I look at it, it is It's is tactics. I don't like it, but I think we all have to kind of get used to the fact that 4-2-3-1 is what he's going to play, and one of them is going to have to sit. It might be Scott. It might be Fred. It might be Pogba. It could even be Van de Beek who's played there at that CDM position. He does. He he probably knows, because if, if I know it and you know it as a fan, he knows he doesn't have a true CDM. Mm-hmm. But that's the that's the type of play that he wants to play. So whoever is in that back double pivot one of them's going to have to sit down. So I hated to see it. I knew it was going to happen. But the problem that you're having is you you can't put Rashford on the right and think he's going to have a good game. It's not going to happen. He's proven to be better on the left. But isn't that
0: that an easy fix? Because if Pogba receives it from the center backs, just pass the ball to Fred or somebody else and move up the pitch rather than try to quarterback it from the back? I mean, that's his choice. It's not it's not it's not I, tactics it's it's why is why is Fred moving get, like you say getting above the halfway the halfway line right and Pogba needs to be there why isn't he, right. he why isn't he, he in that position because we I mean we know he's going to do shit defensively, so why, right, but, why why is he why is he trying to get the ball from the center backs all the way back here that's his that, rec, that's what, that's his choice not not no, tactics that's his choice
1: but that's what I'm saying. As as in the double pivot, your job, because I, because what we want to do, and you can see it clearly, and it drives me nuts, we, we want to build from the – Ole wants to do. He wants his goalkeeper to drop it, give it to a center back, play it back to the goalkeeper, play it wide, and then play to the double pivot. So whoever is in the double pivot that gets it first, that person has to sit because that second person who's in the double pivot could be Pogba, could be – could be Scott. They're going to get it next, and then they drive forward or look for that pass. So it's whoever claims that ball first from building from the back. That first person has to sit. That's the, that's their job. No, but sometimes so it Palmer, is a tactic Palmer, that Palmer I
0: think- probably gets it right off the goalkeeper. I mean, it's not. It it's sometimes he. I mean, it's, uh, instead of putting himself yeah. in that position, he needs to move forward and let Fred and let the let the defense, the center backs that triumphant right. Some- it's his fault. Not, not you lose,
1: then you lose your shape. I, I think then you lose your shape. And I and again I I agree with you. I hate the four two three one. Oh, I think yeah. it's the done. If you have if you have a true CDM, mm-hmm. it can work. But how many times have we seen Pogba get it from De Gea and lose it? Pogba um, or uh, Fred get it from De Gea today. I don't know how he didn't lose the ball. De Gea fired a rocket into him. His backs to goal. Are to the, to the opposition goal. He can't see who's behind him. I don't know how he gets rid of that ball. We see it time and again because the tactics are to build from the back, and if they <laughs> press, we go and we counter. And I don't think we have the personnel to do that consistently. I've seen us do it, but I don't trust Juan Basaka to always be able to dribble it out. I, don't, I definitely don't trust the two CDM to do it. Luke Shaw's the only one on the back four that I trust. And I'm, I should say back six, because I don't like Pogba receiving the ball deep. He loses it too much deep. And then when he does, they have a chance to score. Fred does it all the time. Scott does it all the time. We don't have the personnel to do what Ole wants to do, and we're still in the position we're in. And I think that's why he's so confident in continuing to run the 4 two, three, one. I don't think it's going anywhere. But, yeah, I think it, it's one of those things where if both the, both players in the double pivot leave – then the tactics and the shape are completely screwed up. And then and then, if you get beat by one player, because you already know Bruno's going to be gone, your midfield's wide open. So so you have to sit as yeah. as, as, as one of the players does in the double pivot, or otherwise your midfield's going to be wide open. Because you can see Bruno, he's in that number 10 role, which it's supposed to be a free-roaming role. That's what it's supposed to be. That's why you always see him in a false nine position. Um, so it wouldn't work. So, so you have to, if you're going to run that system, you have to have one of those guys um sit down and, and make sure that you're protecting that back four. That's what it's for. I wish he'd run four through three. Um it would be great. Four four two would be great. Um those two are my favorites, but I think Ole's comfortable and I can't listen, if they beat Wolves and they get second place and they win a win a trophy, I can't say nothing to the guy. But he pisses yeah. me off. He takes he takes Cavani out and puts on um uh, and moves, moves uh, Rashford to the striker, and I'm thinking, with four minutes left, who would I want to come on? I'd want Cavani to come on and score a goal. He takes them off. So I don't like the things that he does. I don't like Scott and Fred, but who else are you going to play there? Who else is going to hustle? Who else is going to be scrappy? That's, that's why they're there. So I don't think he's dumb. I think he's definitely looking at things and going, if I'm going to stand on my merit. I want Harry Maguire to be my captain because I spent 80 million on him. My formation is four-two-three-one. I've got to find a center back, and I've got to be able to find someone who can control that midfield, protect my back four, and I know we will score goals. I, I, we create chances again today. Thirteen chances, right? Thirteen chances is a lot of chances against any club. I don't care if it's relegated Fulham or if it's Liverpool. That's a lot of chances. You got to be able to put those home. And so again. I'm looking at I'm looking at them saying to themselves, okay, I don't think we can get Harry Kane unless we swap Martial and Cash, unless we swap Lingard and Cash. That's not gonna happen. So it's so a striker for me is off. And I think that's why Edison got the the one year extension that he got. I think they're gonna look Tony in the eye and say, look at you you only have a couple games, buddy. And if you can't get it right, you can't get it right. We will we will definitely put Mason. In that position to be that backup to Edison Cavani, and we'll play him because your position is on the left. And guess what? Rashford had another twenty-goal season. So why would we why would we move him? So I I think that's what they're going to do. I think Pogba's going to be the odd man out. I honestly do. Um, I think his 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 want to get out of the club for so long. I think only wants players in there that want to be there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Rashford's homegrown, loves the place, doesn't want to go anywhere. And so I think he'll be the odd man out um, going forward. But I think I think the problems lie not not solely in the double pivot, but I think that's that's one of the issues that, that Ole has to fix.
0: No the formation that it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Formation of players is, 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 is the really the root the root cause of all this of what we have. Um you've hit it on the head. Um with the C D M. I think that's pretty much where we need to go. Uh, send it back. We need to get there, too. Yeah, Lindelof uh, got beat
1: again today. I mean, the guy should have scored a goal. Yeah, I, the, the, the the only reason he did is because he opened his body up too quick. But Lindelof's beat for pace yeah. again, and they should have scored early. So I think he's going to be an odd man out as well. I, I just don't. I don't see a huge overall to your point because we know the owners and we know what they're yeah, going to do. We already know but that. Uh,
0: and with the, with the protests going on, with <laughs> they're not really um, what the what the Glazers want is fan pressure on their sponsors to you know to lift, and they think the fan they'll appease the fans. So uh, getting to appease the fans. We'll talk about transfers now. So, a good segue, EC, um, but you brought up Harry Kane I don't want Harry Kane at all I don't want him don't touch him. I don't want to touch him with a 10-foot pole um, because of what you talked about 120 million dollars we talked about it last year about Jane Sancho Jane Sancho's prices dropped so yes I'd rather pay 80 70 or 80 mil or again not my money but I'd rather pay that much that amount for a young player, Harry Kane's eight, uh, 28, right? How many times did he get injured this year? I mean, he's not he's not injury prone, but in the past, I mean, he's injured at least once a year. He's due you know? for one. He's due for one a year. One a year. He's
1: due for twenty goals. He's due for twenty goals and yes, one good injury.
0: You're right. Every he would be the Robin. It would be the signing like a Robin van Persie, you know, for like Sir Alex did on his farewell farewell tour. We signed, we re-signed Edison Cavani, which I mean, in front of the Old Trafford crowd, it was damn good to see. I don't know, it just it it brought memories back of you know the Chicharito. It brought memories back of I'm not obviously Ronaldo. Everybody wants to compare it to Ronaldo. It brought that back, you know that, you know that fan love of this, you know this, um, you know uh, what do you call them the. You know the it's like the fuck I can't came this phenomenon right. You know what? Uh, even Falcao had it right. Just for he had a brief shine, but what, Cavani's actually you know done it. You know scored goals a lot more numbers than Falcao did. But having him in you know in front of the fans, let's hope he against um, Wolves. He comes on and maybe for thirty minutes he doesn't start. He comes on for thirty minutes. You know, gets uh, <laughs> in uh, in front of some fans, um, and then obviously what happens with the, in the in the Europa the Europa final. Hopefully, he starts. Uh, we all know that he's probably only here for one year. Would I wait for Holland at sixty five? Obviously, you're going to be in bidding war with a lot more people, uh, uh, Barca, Madrid, City. You know for daily, for weekly wages. But you know you can get it, you know you can compete with, you know, with the transfer fee rather than, fuck, man, putting 120 already and then match his wages, you know, match his wage demand, whatever he's going to want. You know, City, they talked about it. City uh, or Chelsea might be the, you know, the the, the top contenders along with Manchester United. Um, City won the league without a real true striker. Uh, Fernand Torres looks pretty good and he's young uh, obviously they're losing Aguero Aguero's going, might go to you know, I think they're talking about Barcelona uh, or, or Miami he might go wow, I mean, where the hell is David Beckham getting this cash flow to get all these designated players that's crazy, drug money maybe um, they're, they're cheating huh? they're cheating down there they're cheating, oh dude obviously they have, what, they have four designated players or four players that have yeah. the monies Anyways, so getting back to Kane, it's just I don't see the value of getting an older Kane. Yes, he's proven, Premier League proven, and and, and nobody can deny that the guy's gonna probably break um, uh, Wayne Rooney's record, right? Oh, I think it's is it Wayne Rooney? No, right? No, who has the goal? um, Alan Shearer record? Alan Shearer, right? Won't break Alan Shearer's record. Huh?
1: It's got to be Wayne's. He's not going to break. Are you, are you talking about single season or are you talking about overall? Overall. I don't see him getting close to Alan. I, I didn't know he was that close to Alan Shearer. Is he that close to Alan Shearer?
0: I thought they are they're talking about Bobby Charlton for, I don't know. Anyways, anyways, maybe we're Americans, guys, so don't, you know, don't get us, uh, <laughs> don't hate on us too much so we <laughs> don't know. We don't uh, know all the, all the records, you know. I don't have a Bobby Charlton poster in my freaking room. But we love the club. Anyways, but, you know, there. I mean, it's just that whole thing. Do I really want to sign an old person in, in, in the direction of what I think the team might be going? Because obviously we signed Diallo. You know, we signed all these young players. Our academy's young. It looks like they're going to try to bring up young players. Greenwood, would you, I mean, would we rather have Cavani, which is already mentoring Mason to be that number nine, um, and bring in Harry Kane? I, I I don't see it. I don't see. I think that would be a waste of money. And yes, you might give him up to a rival. Okay, but I, I don't. I think we can do better, especially if we get what we're talking about—a CDM, um, another attacking midfielder. I need some. We need somebody that's going to compete with Bruno, push Bruno, uh, somebody like a Jack Grealish um, or whatnot, and uh, push Pogba. Uh, if Pogba's here, I don't. You know, I wouldn't want him here. I think he's a again. I, um, I I'm not gonna. Yeah, I've already said it. His attitude, his got his his attitude is rubbed off on the team, in my opinion, and we've, we've seen that. So I don't, I don't want Pogba. I think we can get cash for him or a swap deal, but we need somebody to definitely compete with Bruno because he's got a big head, uh, and we've seen the fact that you know he he needs to be more disciplined uh we need somebody to compete with um on the right obviously we've already said it you know if it's a jaden sancho or whatnot uh we need somebody to compete on the left and up top uh we need competition in all positions i'm just saying that all positions and w- and w- the weird thing is of what we saw like you said you brought it up in the you know the pre uh the pre uh, match or pre game or pre pod talk of what the hell is all they doing with starting De Gea and 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 Henderson especially what's going to be coming up in the summer what are we doing I I don't understand the psychology I just don't please explain cuz oh please explain everything Nisi. I just I don't understand the moves I don't understand transfer moves I just I need somebody to actually sit down and please tell me the truth
1: Well, I I think we're all going to get schooled, um, you know, because we have a director of football now, you know, because Woodward is going to be eventually leaving and he's no longer involved in transfers. I think now is is the opportunity for, you know, this new movement um, of Ole and, and hate him or love him. I think you have to look at it and say, you know, what he inherited as far as the physical fitness of the team and as far as the way the recruitment was going of the team. Um, I I think he's doing a fairly good job. Could it be better? Absolutely. Um, As it it pertains to Harry Kane, if you're going to spend the money on Harry Kane, I would definitely spend it on Holland if I've got that cash to spend. I don't think they do, (laughs) but if it's me, yeah, I mean, if you've got it and you're saying, well, Harry's 120 and Holland's 150, if I've got that type of cash, um, I'm going to go with the younger kid who he has been hurt, I think he had a hammy this season. Um, however I'm going with him. He's younger. Um he can be a part of this new build, new kids. He's a proven striker who can score goals in He's the Champions in the League boot, and in the, the Bundesliga.
0: He's up for the was it the golden boot? The top uh, in, the in their league? league
1: I think he is. But I, I don't know if Lewandowski has probably won it again, if I had to guess. I'm not I'm not for certain. But I would I would guess it'd be Lewandowski again. But I, I would go with this kid. Um, I think I think Manchester City are going to get Harry Kane. Um, I think with with Aguero leaving, I don't think they believe in Jesus. Um, I think you know Harry Kane will, will sit up front for them. And if I had to pick right now, I would pick them to win the league again because they didn't even play with the striker all season. They played a false nine and and uh, and they got it done. So, um, you know, I think that's what I that's what he should do if we're looking at striker. Um, and you know, if if it's if it's defensively you know it's for me again it's Declan if it's a right winger it's James Sancho those are the type of kids that I think we would need to have to be able to compete um because you can't go into the season thinking it's going to be awesome if we win europa and it's going to be awesome if we get second place that's not a winner's mentality a winner's mentality is how do we win the premier league well you win the premier league by being better than every other team last year, they were better than every other team, but two this year, they were better than every other team, but one. So again, if he can keep second place, he can say that there's some progression and some things going in the right way. Um, I, I don't think we're going to spend a lot of money on one player. Um, I, I think, obviously, I think he's going to spread it around a little bit because I don't think he's going to have uh, money. I think Kobe was a factor. Obviously the fans in the stands in this game, you have fans in the stands in the next game, and then you'll get some money off of the Europa League. And if you can win it, you get a little bit more cash. I just don't see them spinning it all in, in one uh, deal. We'll be able to see Pal Torres. He plays for Villarreal. Um so it'll be up close and personal. It's kinda hard judging per- someone off of one game, but that's someone they're also also interested in. And obviously you have um, Lingard who's been playing great. You know, he's somebody that for me I'm I'm putting up there and saying, you know, how can we use that as bait uh, to be able to bring someone in Um, Pogba to that point you made. um, I don't think he goes anywhere. Just due to wages. I don't think anyone's going to be able to match, you know, what he's looking for. Um, So I think he, he stays. I think if it's a non COVID year, I think we can have a different discussion. Um, But I think now, you know, if you look at it, who's one of those clubs who didn't get hurt as much, uh, Manchester United is is definitely in that in that rank of of teams per, that didn't Premier get hurt teams, that much financially. Right? It it still, like, took a, still took a still hit. I didn't hear you.
0: It's all Premier League teams, it seems like, right?
1: Like yeah, and that's the thing, and that that's why I you know I definitely don't all, see him mostly, you know transferring to Liverpool or I don't see him leaving yeah. to City. I think if he leaves, he's going out of the country, um, you know, to Paris, to Spain, to to Spain, to Italy, something like that, and I just don't see. You know, besides PSG, I don't see a club that's going to be able to match those wages. And so I I think he's looking at it the same way Bruno's looking at it. We've, we've said this before on the pod. Those type of players are looking for other like-minded players to be able to win things with. And so it's a big year for Ole. It's a huge year for him because I think he is going to have that core group. And if he's able to bring in two or three more stars – not talking about role players, but stars, because you've got to be able – someone's got to be able to tell me that Scott and Fred are are the ones that are going to get it done. I don't believe in that yet. And until they prove me wrong, I don't think those are the two type of players that are going to get you Champions League trophies, that are going to get you Premier League trophies, that are going to get you FA Cups. I don't see those two as the tandem that gets it done. So I could be wrong. I could be way off. I just don't think those are – the type of players that we need to start. They can come off the bench. They can start the the game here or there to give somebody a break. But as far as being um, starters, I just don't think that gets it done. And for me, that's his, that's a part of his A team. So, um, you know, the transfers that I've been seeing, they're the same typical ones, you know, because we're Manchester United, we're going to get linked to all the best players in the world. You know, it's, it's down to that director of football, John, to, to get on it. It's time for, you know, Ole to get on it and create a good list of players and, you know, hopefully get out there and, and, and bring some, some players, not player, but some players in that can actually change things and move us, progress us to that next level.
0: Yeah, let's hope uh, Let's hope Scott and uh, Fred start your favorite tournament, the Carabao Cup. Uh, you know, that, that's that's what they yeah. – that's, that's a, that's and a that, place and that's, start.
1: and that's the type <laughs> of players that you expect, the Ahmads, yeah. the Scots, the Freds, the Lingars, those type of players – they're not shit players, but if, we're, you're, if you compare that to they're Champions League, enough. to winning the prim, no. there's those are not the type of players that you want to consistently be in your squad because it's all about fine margins. You, you pointed out earlier in the pod today, look at the points that City dropped and the points that we dropped at the same time, whereas if we would have gained those points, now it's still on. Yep. Now it's still a race, and it's, it's going to be fine margins like that yes year, uh, next year. Look at Chelsea. Look how much better they're getting under Thomas Tuchel. Liverpool's is going to be getting their players back. We already know that city going to be really good. Leicester just won the FA cup and they're going to be good again next season. So it's not like the, the league is dropping off. In fact, it's getting better. So if, if we as a club don't look at this transfer window and go, okay, we got big moves to make because yeah. we got a huge opportunity to be able to grow this club and put it back on that pedestal that it used to be on, or, we're gonna be looking at it and saying, "What if City sign Holland? What if City sign um, Harry Kane?" And then they and they keep clicking with the players they have and the really? players on the bench that they have, and we just stay stagnant. We're gonna be in the same boat again. If well, hopefully we make top four. Well, hopefully we get a trophy. It's gonna be the same redundant, boring thing over and over again. All they wins games. All they loses games. All they win. it's it's gonna be the same shit. No. So. I'm just hoping that he go that they allow him, I should say, the opportunity to go out and get players that will effectively start for Manchester United.
0: And it's unfortunate that he also goes on the press conference. You know, I think it was before it was before the Fuller match, and saying that they want to resign Juan Mata. You know, I mean, it's that just goes to show of where where our transfer market. You know, yeah, you like these rumors. These hopes, these dreams, can all you know, all entice the Manchester United fan like us, you know, for us to come on the podcast and talk about it. But when the, it comes out of the you know the horse's mouth, of you want to resign Juan Mata, which he's gonna, he can go on a free, but you want to resign him? What the? F- I mean, what are you doing, dude? We don't need Juan Mata. We don't need a – yes, he's been a uh, great know. servant for – if you want to sign him to your coaching staff, hey, by all means, dude, do that. Don't be – we don't need him to take a spot on the damn club.
1: I, I don't – see this is my thing, and I, I try to tell people this all the time. I don't even have a problem with Mata. I don't. He doesn't need to start consistently, though. And to all his credit, he hasn't. I think there's something to say for, if you look at the, the, the average age of our players, the stars, you should say, I should say, they're pretty young. They're not, we don't. I don't think they have a, a veteran presence there. I think players like Matic, those are the type of guys that, yeah, I could look to move on. But I think, I think Juan Mata is fine, again, to be a squad player. Fred, squad player. Scott, squad player. James, squad player. Those type of guys, yes, they can affect certain games, but I'm not starting them week in and week out. It's not happening. It's going to be they might get a start with the with the starters every once in a blue moon or, to your point earlier, they're going to play in a Carabao Cup. They're going to play in the early first, you know, four or five rounds of the FA Cup. That's what those players are there for, to give those stars the rest. So I just think, you know, He's got to look at it and be realistic. Guys like Jones, it's time to go. Like you haven't played in two years. You keep saying he's on the injury list. I don't want to hear it. Why
0: is he, he's why, he done? He brings it up in the press conference, like, dude, is very. Who gives a fuck about Phil Jones? He's injured. Nobody cares. Dude. It was
1: the. It was the. What was yesterday? Was the uh, anniversary of the headbutt out of the box against oh. Arsenal? That's that's what we know him for. So I just. For me, when I look at Ole, I, I have to hold my hand up and say I thought he was going to get third place this season. He's currently in second. I didn't think he was going to win any trophies. He has—he's in a, a European final. It, it may not be the big cup, but it's a cup. He's in a final. So, when I look at the history of the club, and I know you brought up earlier, you know we haven't done anything since Sir Alex Ferguson. I agree with you. There hasn't been, you know, these. Great moments that we would all love. I just get happy because I know where we are post Alex Ferguson. But if you look at him, post Jose, and you look at some of the things Jose was doing, just from a physical fitness standpoint, some of the things that are coming out about how Jose didn't really care about the training of the running as, as Louis Van Howell did. He didn't care about that, what what they were maybe eating, like like some of the previous coaches did. So he's coming in, kind of picking up where Jose was kind of like. I don't really give a shit about all of that other stuff. Let's just go buy a player and make sure that this works. I think he's doing a good job from what he was given. I just think that there's a learning curve that you can you can clearly see. You can clearly see, for me, Edison Navani is our best in-form striker, no question, in-form, scored a goal today, and with four minutes left when I need a goal, I need a goal. He takes him off. And so you can see that there's – small things that he's still trying to figure out, um, that, that pisses us off. Um, but it's a learning curve and you got to think going into the full year three, um, you know, some of those small things he'll be able, he'll be able to figure out. Um, but th- he's got to get players. He's got to, Pep Guardiola has some of the best players in the world. No question. Um, you know, Liverpool are getting some of the, some of the best players in the world back to their squad next year so they can play in their natural normal positions. Uh, Chelsea they've got some of the best young players in the world so you got to be able to compete with that you can't do that with the same squad you know that for me you know is limping into the end of this season and if they don't get second place that's one strike right there if they don't win that trophy oh man you're gonna you're gonna see and hear chaos I don't think he will lose his job but I think they're gonna say the ship is 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 starting to sink a little bit I think that for
0: sure oh yeah I mean I mean it it goes to show to um, I think what Roy Keane said the best this, this week this uh, after the match on Sunday, you know about our midfield shit and we're we're like we're we're glorifying you know oh yeah we're in the Europa League final, but he said it's like you, <laughs> the only reason you that because you lost the Champions League, and it goes to show to the mentality and what I've been saying. I know you and Matt hate to say, you know, but I say it. We have a losers mentality. We have a bunch of losers on our team, uh, and it, you know, and it, we, it, it's a mentality that's, it's, it's probably it festered with Jose, uh, with players that are still on the team under Jose, uh, of not, not being, and in, 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 yes, Jose had a, a, a bit part in it, of uh, asking too much, I guess, uh, of these players. And these players not willing to give it, uh, and then it's in, in 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 what you you got the, it's like the you got the strict disciplinary teacher come in, and now you have the cool two cool teacher come in, and then you're just going to do whatever you want. So that that mentality is rubbed off on Bruno, that mentality is rubbed off on some you know younger players, and hopefully I mean hopefully we can get uh, those players out, get those well, I mean, get those candidates I think- out, and uh, get Ole. I mean if Ole is still because Sir Alex wasn't like that. He wouldn't put up that shit. If, you're gonna, if It was like David Beckham. If you're going to do that, you, you, there's a door. In Van Nistroy, there's a door. You know, we're gonna, you're already You're done. But uh, I think
1: Jose, to, to Ole's credit, actually, because if you, if you look at Van Hall, when Van Hall came in, Van Hall was trying to implement some of the new age systems that are actually implemented now, yeah. with, what, what Ole's trying to do. You know, with, with running and training and keeping the guys fit. Where Jose came in and they had cameras everywhere of how people were running, how fit they were, set up everywhere. And 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 Jose came in and just tore them all down. Just said, "Fuck all that shit. We don't. I'm not worried about that. It's old school. You play football, you get it done." That's that's to me, for me anyways. When I looked at it, I said, "Okay, Ole is having to rebuild, take that physical fitness." Because remember, like I said, Van Hall, who would bore you to death, those players, though, to his credit, they were physically fit. They were ready to go. Mm. There weren't as many injuries. Physically when you, fit, when yes. you take that into perspective of what Jose did, Jose said, I'm not worried about any of that new technology and where all these other clubs are going. That's I.E. Manchester City starting to come around. Liverpool started to come around. All these clubs started to do what we're now just implementing two years in. We should have been doing that four years ago. So I, Joe is a great coach. I'm not damning him. I hope he does well at Roma. I just think that his old school mentality hurt Ole now because he's having to now get these players to be more physically fit. I Being a man manager is something that it is difficult to do. It's something that, that Ferguson mastered. That's something that Ole has. He's a man manager. Is it happy-go-lucky time in the, in the locker room? Absolutely. Do we want to see him more fierce? Absolutely. But I think – it's fine to, in the 90s, early 2000s, to talk to people like that. It is. But I think the modern athlete is not the same athlete that you're dealing with. And I think Jose's fallen into those effects. And I think that's why it's not worked at United. And I, I know that's why it didn't work at Spurs. And who knows what's going to happen at Roma. You have to be able to adapt to the times. And I, and I don't think he's been able to do that. So I, I, I applaud him for what he did, you know, with, with, especially with Porto. I think that's absolutely amazing. But I just think he wasn't able to grow. And I think those things kind of hurt Ole coming into um, his tenure with the club because you've got to work everything back up from scratch to where you where you wanted it. Now I think it's, it's kind of getting there. But you can still see, again, tactically at times I, I just don't understand why he makes the decisions that he makes so late, especially so late uh, in the game. I don't know why he does it. And I, I will never be able to understand it because I just feel like Mason, a game winner. Why do you pull him off today? <clears throat> Edison, a game winner. Why do you pull him off? If they're in, if they're tired, okay, I get it. But you're bringing on, you're putting Rashford at the, at the nine. For what reason? He's not a striker. So why are we putting him up there? If anything, move Mason up there and, and, and bring on Donnie, put Donnie on the right. But you're, 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 you're not making any sense. You're taking off your best strikers to go win the game. I don't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Again, I'm not a coach. I've never been one. But you take off your best two strikers to try to win the game. I just I – I don't understand it. But, again, he's in second place. He's you know, one of the best uh, leagues in the world, and he's, he's doing what he's doing. So I hope for him that he gets second place, and I hope he gets a trophy. Because if not – I think all those only inners are gonna be like, wait a minute here. This is not progression. No, it, this is I the mean, same
0: it, shit you did last year. Same thing, like I'm an only I'm an only, I mean I was an only out, only in, I'm only an borderline and what he's doing. <laughs> I know I mean, I'm I'm write the fans on this I mean I'm like I'm like a hey, Trump's build the wall, I ride, I'm riding the, I'm riding that damn wall. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm here teeter tottering over that motherfucker. Because the fact of I don't agree with his tactics and I don't agree with this man management. And you're right, you're exactly right. I'm an old I mean, I'm old school. I'm old school the way I raise my kids. Um, this generation is flat in the front, period. They have no heart. Um, and they, you know, this, is, this team, I mean, you cannot tell me that Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola, with their success, they, yes, they developed the a relationship with the, with the, with the team, but they've gotten they've gotten rid of players. They said, "You know what? You're not good enough. Bye." Yeah. You know I, mean? I just, think they have to. I think they're cutthroat. So then that's cutthroat. And but, but, I, 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 think... I don't I don't need, I don't need a I don't need a Yaya Shishkumba coach, which I don't think they are. Yes, they show the love. And our you know what Otis trying to do is they he backs the players too much and he needs to put accountability on these players. As a whole, not, a, not. I'm not saying call out certain individual players. No, he does that back behind the scenes. But he needs to. He needs to hold these 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 players accountable, and that's what, that's what he does not do.
1: I think he does, but I also think that those two managers, you named, I think they just have better players. Like I just think Liverpool has better players no, no. when they're fit. I think yeah, City he does. definitely has I mean, better players.
0: Even with better players, you still call up. You, you still. Have some sort of man management. If you're not, I mean, you're, you're, they're going to get rid of you if you're not willing to play to the caliber that which which we taught, which you think. But yet we're we're still here with Phil Jones, Juan Mata. We're we're still talking about Phil Jones, Juan Mata, Matic. We're still talking about um, um, uh, Fred. We're still talking about McTominay. Would any of those players play on the Liverpool or or, or City or City teams? No, that's my point,
1: and that's that's what I'm saying. I that's think I'm if saying. you look at,
0: there's no cutthroat. There's not. There's nobody that's cutthroat to say you're not good enough. Thank you. Bye. Let's sell you if we, even if it's for loss. And yes, that goes back to the Glazers. I'm not. You know, we're not. I mean, let's move well, on. Think, we're not going to talk I Glazers.
1: Yeah, I think it's got some accountability too. Yeah.
0: Speaking of, uh, I, I, speaking of a uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you because we do need to move on. Uh, speaking of Roy Keane. Let's give him a big shout-out, my, yes. my, my man, Roy Keane. <laughs> uh, he, we finally got somebody inducted uh, in Manchester United, which is a damn travesty. And I know you defended your boy, uh, uh, Shearer and, and, and Henri. It was a damn yes. travesty that nobody from the, the inaugural two people from this induction, this class, weren't Manchester United players. But uh, Roy Keane inducted into the, the PFL, whatever you – premier league hall of fame and obviously you know
1: can you, it and, out, can you it down because you said that to me how are they doing that what what I, I, are they just waiting a couple weeks and then how do I, they do I, it I
0: have no idea i just i just saw that on twitter i'm like i said it to y'all i don't know the correct again we we don't know the criteria you see and and, okay. and, and you know okay. we I, I talked about it the man that should have been the man that should be on there because his stats are a lot better than terion reese if we're going by stats, is Dwight York? No, and, I mean Andy Cole, I'm sorry. Andy oh, Cole, yeah. And the King, Eric Cantona, was the third. Roy Keane is fourth. <coughs> I was, you know, when I saw it, obviously, those are two Manchester United. I love Roy Keane. Um, I love his, I love, you know, the, um, the leadership. The fact that, you know, I don't think he would put up with anybody's bullshit on this United squad and he would kick a lot of players in the ass or maybe kick their ass on the pitch and off the pitch, Um, especially if somebody – especially French players. Um, I love him. I love him. I love – I mean, a lot of people don't like him as a pundit. Everybody thinks he has an agenda. I just think he – as a player. Not as a manager, because everybody everybody puts that out there that oh he's a failed manager. Yes, a lot of great players that expect expect a lot out of out, that expected a lot of, out of themselves are failed managers. Look at, i.e., Michael Jordan, right? The greatest basketball player ever. He's a failed manager. Uh, uh, he's a failed GM and a failed owner. Period. Michael Jordan is. Because you know why? Damn, I, I mean the guy expects more of its of his players because he know he knows the work that needs to be put in. That's why I don't agree with anybody any any of these any of these lackeys that you know we follow on on uh, on, um, on YouTube or these 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 freaking PE, P-E pros uh, that we follow on YouTube that have YouTube channels that have like oh Roy Keane has an agenda against this player, Roy Keane has an agenda against that player. He doesn't. He calls He calls a spade a spade, and if he calls a player a shit player that everybody thinks great, it, the dude's a shit player, because he, he's he been in that room, he's won championships, he's won Champions Leagues, you know. He's led the team. He's fought for players, you know. I mean, shit, the best thing, the best scene I've ever seen of, of Roy Keane is when he freaking protected Gary Neville in the tunnel against, which another, another Awesome midfielder, which I know he's going to be in the, which I know he's going to be in the, the Premier League Hall of Fame. Patrick Vieira, I know. Every, I mean, that should be a, tra- a blasphemy that I say it, but I think Patrick Vieira is better than you know any midfielder that we have, defensive or not. Um, the, the the battles that him and Patrick Vieira used to have, and the fact that Roy Keane stood up to Patrick Vieira and said, you know what, not on my watch, you know, it just. That I mean, I love the guy. I mean, I, yes, and I mean, which I you know I don't think he should have been before Andy Cole, or or um, or or at Cantona, I don't think they should have been. I think Andy Cole should. Have, he has the stats. If we're going on stats or whatever criteria, he has the stats. Um, more stats than Thierry Henry, obviously in goals and assists. Um, but you know we can't. You know I can't. You know can't fault Roy Keane is probably the best captain that the Premier League has ever seen. And then obviously we can talk about uh, the legend, the man, the myth, the legend of what is Eric Cantona for the short period of time that he was with United uh, and what he did for United. His goal tally is not up there like everybody would seem, but the impact that he had on United is of legend.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. There wasn't anything that I looked at and or heard you say that was off. I mean, the guy was a, an ultimate competitor, you know, fierce, you know, on and off the pitch, um, you know, deserve it to get in. I just agree with you so much more on your very first point, was, which was we don't understand the metrics. I wish they put out what they're looking at. Are they just looking at how many trophies you won? Are they looking at how many goals you scored? Is it a combination of both? Um, I'd like for them to set some sort of um, tallies. So we can figure out how, you know, they're putting guys in, but no, he deserves it. Um, I mean, the guy, you know, as a pundit now, I don't agree with everything that he says. I don't think it's an agenda. I think it's um, that's just who he is. Doesn't mean he's always right, but it does mean that he's being honest. And I think you got to love that. I think it's difficult, especially for guys to get on TV. You know, they don't want to say the, the wrong thing. I I, I kind of liken him to Charles Barkley, mm. tough nose, Dude, hard exactly gritty right. player. I never <laughs> thought about that. And when you and when you look That's at funny, what though. Charles <laughs> is doing now, it's the same thing. He he's brash, he's he's funny, he's honest. You know, he's honest, and, that, and I think if if you can't take anything away from that, you know, as a person, especially mm. now in 2021 where you can't say anything. Roy Keane's of the world, Charles Barkley's of the world. Those are the guys are going. They're going to just say it, and you're going to be butthurt sometimes. Sometimes you're going to go, "That's not nice," but it's it's honest. And so I think with with Roy, you know, when you look at him, a true ambassador of the club. Look at the emotion and passion that he had on Sky the other day. To your point, when he's talking about how they're not good enough, and the fact that they go into a season thinking that second place is good enough, that's poor. And he's and he's holding them accountable. He's looking at Ole. He's looking at the players. How doesn't care how many, you know, grand a week they make. He's holding all of those guys accountable and saying it's not good enough. It's not good enough. It's it's Manchester United. It's not some rinky dink, you know, championship club. This is a huge, huge club, and you've got to want more before the season even mm-hmm. starts. So, you know, I, I give it up to the guy. I he pisses me off, he makes me laugh. He has great points, um, so he's a great player, great pundit. That's very difficult to do. Some of those guys are just horrible at their jobs. He is not one of them. Um, so you know, for me, uh, I can completely agree with him getting in. I think I think there was a lot of people who actually thought he should have been the second uh, player in. I think you might have been one of them. Um, but I, I I've heard I've heard a lot of people, um, specifically United fans, who you know, just look at his pedigree, look at what he's done for the game as the captain, as the leader. Um, you you can't, you can't really argue um, what he's been able to do and what he's, you know, continuing to do. So no, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I echo those, those same sentiments and, you know, hope, hopefully if he hasn't already and I'm just not on it, hopefully he writes a book um, to, to some of the things that he went through as a child and, you know, how he became to Manchester because he was, Bought. He wasn't a club player, right? He wasn't a squad.
0: Well, club uh, kid. he was bought. He was bought. Uh, he was a. Was a blackbird. Because uh, he always. So. He always talks about uh, Brian Clough being a better manager than uh, Sir Alex.
1: Right. Yeah, Remy and, said the it, same.
0: Thing. The th- that's the thing about this guy. The reason I mean, I I give him so much credit is because the fact of that he, he left United a bitter person because he, he had a fallout with Sir Alex. And for yep. him to stay, still stay to this day, to still stay that crest, that Manchester United crest, on, 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 live, on live TV, winning for the club, winning is no matter what. I mean, he says it more so than, I think what I want to say is Blackburn. Um, he says it more so for United than anything. And that's what kind of I say, okay, this dude, I mean, he, he, can, he can go out and bash Manchester United all he wants. Because of the way Sir, I mean, him and uh, him and Sir Alex had the fallout. And if you ever see, um, was it the God? What? What was it? Uh, it was him and the um, It was was it him and uh Vieira? I think maybe that had a. In no a, If you look at a YouTube, if you look up Roy Keane on, uh, it was like one of those ESPN things that you only could see in Britain. You, you can see over here on how him and, you know, why him and Sir Alex. And, he, you know, he even, even said, he's like, you're, you know, you're letting skulls on this and you're, you're expecting me to do this and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, him and, you know, I think he, you know, he always said that Sir Alex always thought that he was trying to undermine him on the pitch as a leader of the team. He's like, no, man, I'm just trying to lead the team. Anyways, the, I mean, for him to still go out and say, you know, it, you know, that, that bad, that crest that he wears, the Manchester United crest that he wore, Still means as much to him, even though the falling out with the club, uh, I think rings. It rings. I mean, it, it gives him so much more um, credibility. He's not a like, a, like a, you would say. Um, I'm not bashing Gary Neville because I think lately he's been, you know, more vocal. You know about the Glazers and stuff like that. But you know, he technically he didn't like. It's like Patrick. It was like Patrice Ever, right? You don't want to say anything bad about the club because you don't want to bite the hand that kind of feeds you. Roy Keane doesn't give a fuck about that, right? But yet Roy Keane will defend that badge, defend that crest for anything, anything in his being, and that's what I—that's why I like him so much. Is even though he left the way the way he left with United, he still holds United to a, this standard. Not, not a—I mean, he even says it. I don't—I mean. Manchester United, Manchester United, even Liverpool is down. You know what I mean? Like, they're not even up to our standard, or where we were. And now they are, but you know, it just doesn't, you know, he doesn't do that, and that's why, I mean, I think I love his leadership. Cantona, I mean, I don't know if you saw, were you able to see his acceptance, you know, speech?
1: No, uh, I didn't see the speech.
0: It was, I mean, Cantona's Cantona, man. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, he accepted it, and you know, he does his thing, and it's just I think <laughs> we're on a group chat on uh, Instagram, and um, I think Matt's like, "This dude's weird, right?" I'm like, "No, nah, man, he's a genius." <laughs> you know about, you know when he was giving his speech at the Euro, was it the one of the, you know, one of the, the um, I think it was it the Ballon d'Or a couple of years back or two years ago, and he was dressed like, you know, like you'd go to be going to the beach or the bar, you know, and this given this off-the-wall speech or you can go back to the to the speech that he gave when uh when he kicked that dude in at, at Sunderland on a, uh, Crystal Palace and he gives the the seagulls and trawler and sardines freaking speech it's just you know just this dude just off the wall kind of eccentric kind of person I mean I know you you've probably seen that video that oasis video that he put out with the, the oasis you know that it's just one of those things that Eric Cantona was will always be a United legend, so I'm glad you know he got in I, on what on what credentials uh, because he didn't play so much, uh, he didn't have so many goals. I think I think he only had like 70 some goals for United, or it's very not very. It's not a lot compared to other players. Um, I don't know what the criteria is, but yes, I mean Eric Cantona deserves to be in the Premier League Hall of Fame. Of what the 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 image, the, the what is the legend of Eric
1: Cantona? So, oh, I, I, again, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying about Eric Cantona. For me, it might be a little bit more because Cantona was kind of that piece that kind of took Sir Alex to that very next, like, sure huge was. level. I remember FA Cup, yeah. you know, okay, we got a good team, but what are we lacking? What are we missing? We're missing this guy. We plant this Frenchman in and then it it just explodes, right? It takes off whole nother level team explodes. Chemistry's great. Now we have a finisher. Um, The guy was outspoken, you know, claims that one of his favorite pastime things to do is to make love. That's what he, he always says. And it's like, this guy just speaks his mind and plays football and and loves art, loves movies. Um, And so, you know, for me, Another one I couldn't I couldn't disagree with um, you know obviously I think we're going to start to see as these start to drop I think the majority of these early players are going to be United players just due to the simple fact that I mean we ran the show is I mean there's it? there's no way else around it is so, that why they put the first know,
0: two non-United players so they can kind of ease the fans you know kind of uh, psyche and
1: a lot of people a <laughs> lot of people are saying that a lot of people are saying you know, they didn't want it to be too heavy, do- heavily dominated by the team that dominated the league for so long. Because you got to remember, you know, Liverpool dominated, 13 you know, years, for a boss. while.
0: 13
1: years, probably. Right. So, you know, Liverpool dominated for a while. And, and then you have, you know, out in the forest, you know, there were other teams that were good. It's just when the, when the premiership started, I mean, we were it. I mean, Sir Alex had it rolling. You know, one club might win it for one year, then we go on a run. Then one club might win it another year then we went on a run so um, I, I think since that ball's dropped the first two are in I think you'll start to see a lot of these United greats uh, start to drop no disrespect to the you know there's tons of Yaya Torres and Ashley Coles there's tons of great players um, that are out there that are that are going to get picked but I think a lot of these United cats um, Eric Kansen specifically um, just changed the way that you look at United I mean help put it back to where it was before the Bubsy Babes, really. You know, if you look at Eric Cantona, he's almost, if Bruno could win some things, they're gonna say Bruno Fernandez is like that, Eric Cantona, like, what do we need? We need this influx of energy and goals and assists. Bruno's doing that, but we're just not winning anything. When Cantona came in, we won things. And not just little things, big things. Won the league, Champions League. You know, he he took that club and didn't really put it on his back, but he was kind of like that—that that oh. extra bit of, of icing plug. that you had to have to be able to to, to get plug. it done.
0: There's a spark plug that that fires. Yeah, that yeah. Energy. So and and, and the, the thing that you're talking about, Bruno. I really hope so. I really hope that's what it is, but I—that's what I'm I, I don't see it. I don't right now. I don't. He tries hard, and and he maybe he had it sporting, but right now, uh, his head's up his ass and. I, I don't see it. I, I and I hate to. I, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not a brutal fan. It's just I, I'm, I'm very disappointed. And yet I'm talking about disappointed of a the second Matt, uh, Stral- uh, Sir Matt Busby Player of the Year. Um, yeah, I, I, I
1: just think he's going to need more people around him in the midfield. I just that Scott and Fred and and, and I know people are going to think that I'm like I don't like them. They're just not of. No caliber of player that are needed in the midfield. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work. You're being the
0: Roy Keane of this podcast. You're telling the damn truth, all right?
1: Yeah, they're just not (laughs) there yet, and they might get there. Scott's young. Fred, I think, is who he is, Um, but I don't think Scott is ever going to be a CDM. I think Scott is a box-to-box. He's someone that needs to get forward. He has seven goals this season. Um, He's someone that needs to be you know, move further forward up the pitch. And I don't think at United it's ever going to happen. It's just mm-hmm. the four-two-three-one does not – he doesn't fit. And that's the thing. He, his formation doesn't fit the yeah. players he has. And he loves the players. But his formation, you can't it, – it doesn't – it just doesn't match. Right, it does, it of, doesn't match. Because you're not – what are you going to do, get another Bruno and, so <laughs> and replace that, Bruno? Speaking no. of formation, <laughs> let's
0: – let's, 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 let's speak of formation. Let's uh, – we have Wolves on uh, – the culmination of the, the the year, culmination of the season. Everybody think it's a 10 o'clock kickoff, central time. We have Wolves. Uh, what do you think? What are we going to put out? What kind of lineup are we going to put out? Are we going to – what's the score line? Are we going to hold off and just put our nuts in a bag or what, what do you call it? Um,
1: Eggs in a basket. Eggs
0: in a basket. There you go. Thank you, nuts in a bag. Man, <laughs> I, love I get all these damn freaking sayings wrong.
1: <laughs> Somebody
0: please send me a one of those books that has the correct sayings because I say it, I say all, I miss them all up. Anyways, um, what do you think is going to happen this weekend?
1: Well, I think you know the only thing that I'm going to get wrong in this one is the goalkeeper because I don't know what the hell he's doing. I don't know if he's resting. You don't need to rest a goalkeeper, <laughs> so that theory is out the window. He's not going to play. I thought De Gea was the one that got the Europa games and not the league games, but now he's getting the league games. That's the only thing I don't. If I had to guess and pick, I'm gonna pick Dean Henderson to play in this game mm-hmm. solely because I think he wants to send De off, lifting a trophy. Last game, off you go into the sunset. That's just my thought. I think Aaron starts. I think Lindelof starts. I think Axel starts. I think Shaw starts. I think it's gonna, you're going to see Scott and Fred again. I think you're going to see Greenwood. I think you're going to see Bruno. I think you're going to see uh, Pogba. And I think you're going to see Cavani up top. I, that's the, I think he starts the same squad. I think he's going to have a chat with those boys tonight and through the week of I've been a footballer. I've been there. When you're in bad form, the only way to get out is to play your way out. That's the only way to do it. And you're a way better team than Fulham. You should have lost. you didn't take your chances they They drew, and I think he's going to play these guys out into form um so i I do see um Tony getting some time off the bench if we're up, but i don't I don't see any massive changes. I don't think Edison plays the full 90, regardless. Um, I think that's just to conserve some energy for the for the final, which is what, that following Wednesday? Wednesday. Or is it two Wednesdays from then?
0: Fuck, I'm going to miss it. All right.
1: I got it right here. It's
0: Wednesday. I'm so going to miss it, it.
1: It's Wednesday, May 26th. I'm gonna have to so it's three it. days after that Wolves game. I'm going to watch so it. So I don't think that, um, that Edison will play the full game, but I do think that he'll play a considerable amount, and I think he'll start. But – the only thing that the toss-up for me is is keeper, and I think I think he gives Henderson the start. Everything else is the same.
0: Oh man! All and right. I, and, I, and I and I
1: think and I think they wind up drawing that game. All
0: right, draw. Okay, draw one-one-nil-nil. What do you
1: want? I I, I think they draw one-one. I think Wolves pathetic. in twelfth place has nothing to play for, Pathetic but matter. what I, did I, full none of... of you,
0: but it's for the team. I mean, you're, you're starting your big guns and you're, you're going to draw nil-nil. I mean, one yes. more. I'm sorry. That's just... I mean, it's supposed to show loser... I mean, we are what we are. Flat in the front. Um, and I, I was actually going to go with you because I'm starting... I'm thinking, okay, we have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so four days off till Sunday. And then yet Sunday we have Monday, Tuesday, Travel Tuesday, and Wednesday we play. Uh, All our eggs in the Europa basket. I don't see him starting Pogba, Bruno, Cavani. Wow. uh, Rashford. Shaw. Wow. I can give a shit about fucking Fred and McTominay. I really could. Um, but I know he's going to start Matic. The reason being, if we start him, there's only three subs on Sunday, right?
1: Yes, three subs.
0: Three subs. So we can't bring off, if we were any, we can't bring off, you know, if we Rashford, Pogba, Cavani, Greenwood uh you said Bruno. Um Luke Shaw needs a rest. So that's five almost there. So we we could only bring off three of those five, maybe six players. So that's a gamble you're looking on a two day rest. Especially a travel day. The thing is the thing you have to think about is travel day on Thursday, Tuesday that we fly to Poland. Early in Poland. So you give him one day rest, one day, not even a practice day, it's more of a recovery day, fly out to Poland, have a tactics meeting, you know, a tactics pre-match, I just don't see him, again, fuck man, who knows, I don't see him risking <coughs> risking it all to play the top players. So, it's it's a toss up for my opinion. Um, you know the way he thinks about Bruno. Bruno wants to play all the time. He needs to reign. You know he need, he needs to sit Bruno. He does, and tell him is like look, you're not getting it done. He needs to sit. Donny needs to play. hell even play even Pogba, because you know what I think, and I know everybody's gonna probably get pissed off. Um, a Rashford, uh, a Cavani, Rashford and uh the Greenwood triumphant up top with the Bruno in the mid In the mid, and if he does not play, if he, do, if he sticks with the, 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 the Fred and McTominay shit show that it is instead of playing instead of putting his balls on the table and saying uh, Pogba do not cross the halfway line. If you do it's only by 10 yards and let freaking you know let Fred do his work um, if he does that, then Pogba does not need to start. Uh, Rashford does because we need to actually go at Vidyal and not just dilly-dally. And that's no offense to Pogba. It, it, this, is the game. this game doesn't really suit him. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't break down people. Um, and so if he does, if he's going to play Pogba, he, he needs to play in the 10th position. Uh, you know, at his best position, as everybody thinks. But I don't, I mean, there's really no benefit. Um, we go in third. We're not really losing a Champions League spot. We bring these players on, like Bruno, Cavani, and Pogba, or, you know, players to get them some game time, get their legs a little, you know, get some legs under them. But I think it's just really, you know, it is what it is. And if we do, if, if we play the Scrubs, play a second team like we did with uh, Leicester. Uh, we lose two one you know maybe two one maybe even one 0 two two nil but we lose this match and that's sad because because our, our second team does suck um, but I don't I don't I, I don't see if every if if the, if the cup is 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 his pen, you know penultimate that's what he wants this is what he's going for I don't see him risk having his players having heavy legs especially with the travel day on uh, Tuesday going into into Wednesday I'm sorry. It's Sunday a, going into Wednesday.
1: I think you make a good point. I just, I just feel like he knows how it is to be in a rut. I think they're in a huge rut. You know, they got to get, they got to dig the way. He's they're played out.
0: him two days in a row. He's played him two games in a row. What more, what more getting out of rut can you have? What more getting out of rut you playing? You're playing Fulham. It's like sleeping with a fat lady. You know what I mean? To get out of a slump, you couldn't get out of a slump against Fulham.
1: They couldn't. I think they got to keep going. they got to keep grinding. they got to keep playing. They got to, they have to have some and, cohesionists going into this, Wolf, this game.
0: Wolves are more <laughs> defensively sound than Fulham?
1: Well, so is Villarreal. And that's what I was thinking the whole time watching the game. I'm going, Villarreal is better than this Fulham team. No question. No question. So, he so he has, that's why I'm saying I think that he's got to get these players to be on the same page, to work out the kinks, and no better way to do that than to do it in a game um, because I because I honestly think you know he's going to have to have some creatives um, coming into that game that final um, against uh, Villarreal because uh, you know they're going to sit down and they did the same thing the Arsenal it worked they did what they needed to do they got the zero zero draw and and they moved on to the final so they're capable of doing that again he's smart enough to coach the players up to put them in position to to be able to 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 get that done so. You know the way I look at it, if, if I'm the coach, um, I'm going to have them play again to get the cohesion going, to get the continuity going. Uh, but I but I get your point. Your your, your point in your valid. It makes sense. Um, you know, minus the Pogba thing. I, I think he's more creative than Rashford. I think Rashford's faster than Pogba, but I don't think he's as creative. But I but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you go up against a, a club as smart as Real and. We're we're jumping past wolves as if they're slouch. They're in 12th place. They have nothing to play for. So these guys are right now looking at contracts next year. There's nothing else for them to do. They're a mid-table club. You know they're not going anywhere. They're not in Europe. They're not in anything. So why not go out and see if I can't, as a player that's on that team, get get put on a better team by a great performance against a big club. So or they've, you, they've got nothing to lose.
0: Or even that we're playing. We're playing Wolves away. They always, they every team, always comes up and plays Manchester at hard, no matter what. Oh, absolutely,
1: because yeah. you want to go there. Yeah, you know, you want that coach to see you and go, "Why don't we have that kid on our radar? Why is that kid not being recruited by our staff?" Yeah. So and, you Wolves, know, and Wolves does. I mean,
0: tell their defensive midfield, midfield player ain't no stouch either. I mean, nobody's ever. I mean, not a lot of people are talking about him. Was it Ruben Nevis,
1: right? And I and I think, and I think that's the thing. I think that's where the the new league is is going to is who's my CDM in front of my front four? Mm-hmm. Do I have two creative midfield players, three attacking, you know, strikers if you want to call them strikers, forward players? That's that's how I look at them. And let's go win. I think that's that's how football clubs the the bit the best ones. That's how they're constructed. Mm-hmm. That's that's how that's kind of how it works. I think. You know, we we have the capability to, to get forward and the counter. It's just when the other team has the ball and we're trying to play defense, it's when we do get it with those two pivot players, you know, what are they going to do with the ball? The, the answer is we don't have a fucking clue. They might spray a 50-yard pass on the on a dime or they might pass a five-yard pass right to the other player, the other team, and, and off they go to, to score a goal. So mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things, man. I hate it, but I can see them starting again. I... I just see him being—he's got to be frustrated. I, all he's got to be to to a level of his frustration has got to just be through the roof um, because they're leaking goals and they're not winning games. So I haven't listened to his press conference yet, but I'm um, I'm sure he's not a happy camper. No,
0: he's not. It, it, but it's who, I mean, what do you do? You know, I mean, you've had you've it's had you, you've had you've had this type of team. Um, doing what they're doing for this you know, this amount of time. And, you know, just, you know, what do you, I mean, I don't know, what do you do? Anyways, I know, I know you got to go EC. see. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, it's been a great pod. We didn't, I didn't really even think we were going to go this long uh, because it was kind of one of those bitch fests. I know everybody's used to the Jesus bitch fest, but, hey, you know what? Hey, I'm right, dude. God damn it. You know what I mean? I'm not stupid. You know, I, I know football. Uh, so whatever, whoever whoever you are that's bitching at me, you know what? Get a life. Anyways. <laughs> I want to give a special shout-out, special thanks to Roe from the Neronas Podcast, which I sent from the, market, the South Texas Trainwrecks. And I think he has a band, heavy metal band, and I'm really not going to pronounce it on TV or on, on the pod because it's all it's all if up. I guess that's what it's called. Um, go check them out. They're, yeah, they're, they're, I don't listen to heavy metal. Anyways, uh, we toured my advice in South Texas. Uh, or Allison, one of Flu tracks. Uh, what am I doing? Axe Daddy's Throwhouse, South Texas. And Lucky Diaz, where you at? So come on,